Bubbles, I just want to tell you, you're my hero. Three, two, one. Sunlight, Ted. Ooh, 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 I'm a podcasting fucking machine, baby. And it's Thursday. And that can only mean one thing. Football. 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 Week three. You didn't have to go to the waiver wire this week because you got your team all taken care of. You're 2-0, aren't you? You don't need any help from us. <laughs> if only that were the case. And we know it's not the case because you're listening to us right now trying to get that inside skinny. And you're going to find the inside skinny right here because we got the man of the hour. We've got America's commissioner coming up, and here he is. Mishy. How's it going, man? Uh, Mr. Kabasa, things are well. Things are well on this uh, moving into fantasy football and week three Thursday night football. There is so much news in the National Football League, Mr. Kabasa. It it's like you go into the buffet and they got all kinds of stuff. You can have some stuff over there. You can have some stuff over there. But do not get that stuff over there. There are so many hurt guys that your fantasy football acumen will be, how should we say, accentuated by participating and dominating in week three of your fantasy football league. And we are just two of the three people that can help you get there. And Mr. Kabasa, you know who that third person is. This person is a better fantasy football player than me, and I'm very good. <laughs> this person is a better fantasy football player than you, and you. I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> you have potential. You have potential. And if we may, we get this party started off with a full boat. What do you think? We make a phone call, give me some dialing music. Perhaps we can make some magic. <laughs> I'll give you some dialing music. Let's see if Please. we. Let's see if the champ is ready to rock. Here, oh, wait, we're almost on time here, calling her. Bum, bum, bum. First time for everything. Bum, 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 can you feel the love? Dun, 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 dun. Calling the butcher. Hello. There she is, the butcher. How you doing, butcher? You're riding high. What? You're one and one, one and two, two and zero oh in your fantasy football leagues right now. One and one on both teams. All right. It's always nice to hear you. As always, and I know you like to get in and get a front row seat for something we like to call the Football Minute. And here we go, week two. Yeah, right at it. 
Week two in the NFL, traditional week three in college, the beginning of windshield glare season in America. Home opener for your midtown bumblebees. They hung around for a while, but oh, to stay in the night. Put the shamalama ding-dong on them at the end. Your Magic City Dirty Birds. Man, oh man, you can have 100-yard receivers all day, but you blow a lead and botch an onside kick. All those passing yards don't mean a thing. Your downtown Panthers are back playing football. Unfortunately, the Raging Cajuns played it a little better. Your Athens County Boo Dogs will be sicking them hogs this weekend. Finally, Clemson had a scrimmage against Citadel. Ooh. 49 to zip. The starters barely played. Bravo, Dabo. Gardner Minshew slung the rock and lost. Teddy Bridgewater slung the rock and lost. Josh Allen slung the rock and won. Ben Roethlisberger's too dumb to hurt, but Jimmy Garoppolo hurt. Saquon Barkley hurt. Christian McCaffrey hurt. Drew Locke hurt. America's team, the Cleveland Browns, ran it all day and rammed it all the way down I-71 to Northern Kentucky. Mark Aram's New York football giants with their new back, Deion Lewis, didn't lose by that much, so that's something. And Monday night, the Las Vegas Raiders welcomed the Saints to their brand making new empty stadium. I'm on the MNF. There's your week two football minute, everybody. <laughs> okay. Mr. Kilbasa, Mr. Kilbasa, yes, I'm sir. sorry if I interrupt everything. The, foot, the football minute, when it's done well, is I, I laugh, I get my crayons out, I laugh some more, and I learn something. Oh, my goodness. All in 60 seconds. Thank you very much. Thank you. All in 60 seconds. Holy cow. <laughs> How about them Cleveland Browns, Mr. Kilbasa? America's team. Hashtag Cleveland Browns. I, we, we went from being 0-16 to 15-1 and in the course of four days, man. It's a beautiful thing. It's a swing. I don't have those emotional swings because my team sucks. What about <laughs> you, Butcher? How about you, champ? What, is about, what about you? What, what is the latest from um, Denver Bronco land? Well, we don't have a quarterback. Um, except Jeff Driscoll, which sounds more like a NASCAR driver than a quarterback. <laughs> I don't even Absolutely. know who he is. Me neither. So he um, played, I think, at Maryland, maybe junior college. I'm not sure. But, yeah, that's that's where we're at. And Cortland Sutton is gone for the year. Ooh. Correct? Um. Yes, I think yes, so. Yes, yes, yep, you're correct. And, and Mr. Drew, Lynch, yeah, Drew Locke is out for four weeks, maybe three weeks? Four to six weeks. Four to six uh, weeks. There's, there's an update. May I tell you the Drew Locke update, Champ? Sure. Drew Locke is not on the injured reserve list. And what that suggests is he'll be playing next week. We'll see. Mm. Yeah, yeah, get your get your get your free agent notes out, people. Drew Locke's not gonna be out long. And uh, the quarterbacks have really – he's one of the few quarterbacks. Garoppolo, as you mentioned, in the 60-second blast, Mr. Kilbasa. But the running backs took the big hits last week. How do you re- – Butcher, if you had Saquon, if you had Christian McCaffrey, you have the two best – you know, two of the top three guys off the board. How do you go about replacing that kind of high draft pick going into week three? What, what, is, what, is, what are your thoughts there? I don't know. My my team's all right, but my bench is questionable, questionable, questionable. I have like one player that's not questionable on my bench. So I don't have a lot of options except, you know, the waiver wire or free agents. But I did I did well last week. I had really good points, but we'll see this week. Uh, you're champ for a reason, please. She's holding the four queens. Bug is the thing. Oh. <laughs> Four queens. 
if there was a wild card in the game, you know it's on. He's <laughs> holding both of them. How do you get six queens? Ah, you play fantasy football, call yourself champ butcher. Well, I'm you just to... looking that Edelman is questionable too, so he has a knee injury, I guess. So that that's great. That's awesome. <laughs> but historically, Julian Edelman is on the injury report every week. Historically. There's a can I give you a crazy cam uh, cami cam um, love story about Julian Edelman? Absolutely. Cami cam Cam Newton threw the ball to Julian Edelman in week two. Julian Edelman had more receiving yards in that game than he ever had under uh, Tom Brady. Yep. On my bench. Uh, on your bench. But the dynamic of Cam Newton is pretty impressive early on. Pretty impressive. Oh, yeah. I think I don't know. Is he gonna is he too big to hurt, Mr. Kilbasa? No, I, I like Cam, uh, unlike most people, but I know the Butchers always liked Cam. What'd you think about the end of that game there, Butch? It was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I had Cam and Edelman uh combo going on and it was lovely. Points galore on a late night. Yes. There's a happy, there's a special happy dance that happens late at night. It's a different happy dance than the day game and the afternoon game. Oh, it's boy. like Cam, Cam, Cam dance. That's what that is. Can can we see that on the Insta or perhaps TikTok anytime soon? Or is that just, just like what you do when you do your thing? Your imagination is going to be way better than my dance. So just... that, that, <laughs> that is definitely part of her subscription uh, Snapchat. Services. That you got to pay $9.95 a month for. Yeah, that's premium right there. That's... And you got your Bronco gear and you got your champ, uh, champ butcher things going on. That's very good. Very good. Any uh, any highlights of uh, last week stand out aside from some of the things we spoke of, Butcher? Uh, Melvin Gordon did well for me. Um, he did, he did all right. Uh, Derrick Henry did not perform as touted, but no, no, he did not. But that's good for week three. Yeah. Yeah. Because Mr. Kilbasa, you like the yin and the yang of life and all these fun things for these talented guys. If you do nothing, say in week two, Derrick Henry touched the rock got 86 yards, no touchdowns. All right. He's going to come out and say in week three, I am I am a double touchdown maker because these things have a tendency to balance out. People uh, play the waiver wire to play the hot hand. Oh, this dude, you know, Jamison Crowder, whatever the guy's first name is of the Jets. Week one, 17, 20 points, whatever he put up. People were picking him up. They're playing the hot hand. And what does he do? Nothing. Zero. Not a zip. And you know, it's, and it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. So yeah, you have, we all have issues. We all have issues with our fantasy team. Mr. Kilbasa, what's your issue with your fantasy team in week three? Uh, my issue is quarterback play on one team. I've got Ben Roethlisberger and I've got touchdown Tommy who's heading out to Denver. Tampa Bay. Yeah. So I'm not sure what to do there. Otherwise, in, in, in your league, Mish, I've got – actually, I've got another dilemma on my hands, and it's what it's a higher-level dilemma. I don't think you'll see it as a dilemma, but 
Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes going up against the Baltimore defense. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. You would say if you got him, you got to start him, but you'd probably also say if you had Aaron Rodgers, if you got him, you got to start him, wouldn't you? Aaron Rodgers, um, remind me again who the Packers are playing this weekend. Uh, let me let me refer to my handy-dandy schedule here that I somehow lost. That I, I've got too many uh, things going on here. 2020 NFL schedule, week three. That would be yes. Green Bay is playing New Orleans on Sunday night at New Orleans. Like it matters where they are anymore, doesn't it? Wow. Sunday night. My game. defense, which I don't know. I'm not much on I think I'm going to stream defenses, and then I never get around to streaming them at the right time. So I've got New Orleans defense. What do they say, Butcher, about starting your own defense against your own quarterback? Not good. <laughs> it's true. That's, that's probably not the best of strategies. You could go with it. Is that hedging your bet or is that just sucking? What's that? Is that hedging your bet or is that just losing your bet? I don't know. That's just that's handing playing, your money. Uh, yeah. Just as flushing your money down the toilet. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. That's there's one other taboo thing, Butcha. I don't know if you see it, but I see this, Mr. Kilbasa. I will lose a fantasy football game each and every time if somehow my starting lineup, everybody plays at the same time. If I got all one o'clock games on the East Coast, I'm not gonna win that game. And I have uh I have found that to be true. I don't know if anyone else has observed that, but with the abundanza of one o'clock games, sometimes your lineup has simply all like early game guys. And that's my formula for failure. And as well as everyone with their crayons, don't play one of all the same guys at the same time and do not take your quarterback playing against your defense. Those are pearls, people. (laughs) (laughs) It's often overlooked. Don't start your quarterback against your own and against the defense so if you feel more strongly for your defense than you do your quarterback then you have to go with your other quarterback Mm, i don't know or you find another defense is there any way that could come out i guess if if you had eight touchdowns and five interceptions and six sacks then everybody's happy yeah but that's what we do on our thanksgiving games when 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 us old duffers go out and play that's my stat line as quarterback (laughs) i played Butch, Butch, I have played Thanksgiving games when I play quarterback. There's times I throw interceptions on purpose. Turkey just to, just uh-huh. to keep, just to keep the other team in the game. Number one, keep it interesting because we're going to kill them anyway. But I'm going to make like someone who's not the best defensive player like take a dive and go face first in the mud. If they want this interception, they're going in the mud, and I've done Whatever. it on purpose. Whatever you have to tell yourself, Mishy, that's fine. <laughs> we're all yeah, friends we're, here. We're all friends here, but, you know. But so we're not going to see those scores. We're not going to see the kind of quarterback play that Mishy puts up in the National Football League. No chance. No way. <laughs> what do you say? Let's start off things and let's go into that Denver Broncos versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers game, Butcher. Oh. All kinds of average and below average fantasy picks. Football. Oh, she says oh. Yeah, and I think they're gonna have fans. The the governor pushed 
the Denver Broncos have fans. Really? So we'll see. Hmm. Yep. What did, wait a minute. Can you can you say that again, please? The governor pushed the owner of the Denver Broncos to let fans attend this game. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. Are and are how now you're affiliated with season ticket holders. What what's the consensus and what's the thinking there? Are they going to have access? Do they have to take a lottery, for instance? It's a lottery. No. Oh, okay. It's a lottery of the the season ticket holders, and um, you know, my family's had season tickets forever, but they're not they're not interested in going. Right. We're going to take a pass. How about yeah. that? Yeah. You think and they haven't been... even said how many fans. Like Dallas had a quarter capacity this past mm-hmm. summer or this Very past uh, Sunday. There were fans in Jacksonville. Um, what's the status in Cleveland, Mr. Kilboss? Any fans yet? What's uh, the? Uh... I, I think they had six thousand last time. I don't know what they're doing this time. I wonder what's louder: six thousand people or the fake <laughs> fan noise that they pumped into the game uh, last weekend in Seattle? Unbelievable! Get your decimals out. I, I didn't mean to skip. I didn't mean to skip there. We moved on to the Denver Broncos Tampa Bay game. <laughs> Uh, that's goodness. not much of a game so you can move on from it <laughs> well the buccaneers Bay. might have a couple things to say about that butcher oh i think they're gonna kill denver uh, i don't think it's I, sorry i don't think it's much of a game do, do you, you think, don't think the altitude will have anything to do with it no keep it closer okay no oh my goodness does leonard not fournette happy, are you? Have, does leonard fournette have the out uh the coming out party that they've been waiting for Again, two weeks in a row. <laughs> They're just going to wait and wait and wait. No, I don't think so. Does Rob Gronkowski have more than one reception for three yards? That was surprising. <sighs> I actually played against him, and he had a big goose egg, which I cannot believe. And you've ne- we've never seen that before in our lives. None of us have. Except when he, gets, when he got hurt once early in a game. Yeah, so I I think the Tampa Bay in general is going to have a good game, and Denver's not. So there you go. <laughs> no Melvin comments. Gordon, Melvin <laughs> Gordon, plus or minus fifteen fantasy points against Tampa. Well, he's in my lineup. Eighty yards in a, so yards I, a touchdown, forty yards receiving. Eighty eighty in a touchdown brings you a twenty point performer. I don't say I don't think he's twenty. I but I. I Somewhere between 15 and 20. I, I he's mean, a I starter. Think, yep. He's a starter there. Yep. Um, the news is Jerry Drudy is a little banged up, but he's going to play. Is he, as a rookie, with this next quarterback, this next level guy, uh, Vinny Driscoll or whatever his name is, um, <laughs> is Jerry Drudy a pickup on your free agent wire or because he's a rookie in a situation of quarterback, you let it pass? You got to let him pass. You got to let him pass. Noah Fant is showing out as a young tight end. Had a nice game. Um, if you have him, Noah Fant, a top 10 tight end this week in fantasy football. He's in my lineup. Mm. Voice Playing of against your people. Team. Voice of reason. I love it. She's got her own guys in the game, and she wins championships. That sounds like fun. That sounds like <laughs> fun. 
Uh, I'm sorry, neither one of you know anything about that. <laughs> it's good. It's good. The things we reveal is my certainly my uh, there's a certain happy dance that goes on. There's Mishy lying to himself about interceptions, and there's the fandom of a Bronco fan in fantasy football. It's beautiful. My goodness. Um, Mr. Kilbasa, on the flip side, Tom Brady is older than anyone on this telephone call. Will he start showing his age? No one laughed. No one guffawed. There was no <laughs> laugh track. I can't believe it. We're all doing math. I was going to go with that. I'm all right with that. That's all right. Here we have it. Is Tom Brady going to anytime start showing his age, or is he going to maintain, go out to Denver and score 25 fantasy football points this week? Well, according to the butcher, he is going to have a great game, I think. All right. All right. Does that make uh, Mike Evans, who's semi-healthy, on the injury report, everyone knows or doesn't know, but they're going to know now, Chris Godwin is ready to play again. And out of the two, Ms. Butcher, Mike Evans or Chris Godwin, either of those starting wide receivers, going, which one of those two wide receivers is going to have a better game against your Denver Broncos, the speed guy or the possession guy? Uh, Evans is going to have a better game. Uh, that means I am writing with crayon. Mike Evans, thank you, Butcher. Um, is there a tight end in your future? Is OJ Howard anything? Is we're just laughing and dropping Gronkowski? I assume is that correct? I I wouldn't play Gronkowski if I had him. I mean, like I said, I got Fant in the lineup, so that's that's my tight end. I am. Um, I mean, Butcher, can I tell you a quick story about the tamper? Sure. I got a call into uh, a friend of mine in Las Vegas. I said, give me, give me 20 times on Leonard Fournette to score a fantasy football touchdown last week. And my boy, my boy says 20 times. I said, yeah, 20 times. And, and he goes, you sure? I said, it was, it was spoken of in the sausage hut. I am positive. And, Leonard Fournette is a man's man. Would you start him this week and just get rid of Ronald Jones, Butcher? Is is this Fournette's job and we forget about Ronald Jones in fantasy football? Oh, or you don't see it that way? Uh, I would – I'd probably – yeah, I'd probably get rid of him. Find someone to trade for him perhaps. Ronald yep. Jones still has some function, but okay, it's Fournette's job. I can't, right, so I can't liking, even sing. You know, I did a lot of singing last year, and I didn't even get to sing one more. I guess I'm going to have to sing them off into the sunset one more time, guys. Can I introduce it? <clears throat> Go ahead. Go ahead. America. 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 This song is dedicated to Ronald. Ronald Jones. Me and Ronald. Ronald Jones. See you later, bro. Good night. Peace out. <laughs> All right. Leonard Fournette's job, America. If you got uh, if you got some suckers, trade Ronald Jones before the weekend. Is there a prediction? Um prediction, uh high scoring game, average scoring game. What what's the final score here, just for the sake of argument, guys? I think it's gonna for be the Denver game? Yeah. Yes, please. Go ahead. I think it's going to be closer than what the butcher thinks. I think 
Denver's going to circle the wagons like they used to do in Buffalo, and I think Tom's going to figure out a way to throw a couple interceptions, leave the Broncos in the game. Melvin Gordon's going to say, hey, wait a second, I'm Melvin freaking Gordon III. Pay a little attention yeah, to me. Is. And I'm going to say 28-24 yeah, Buccaneers. What's that? Um, I'm more of a 21-14 kind of gal, Tampa Bay. <laughs> I am uh, type of gal. I'm going to um, I'm going to take a homer pick here, and I'm going to say Denver finds a way with the man we I call Vinny Driscoll. And apologies to the Vinny Driscoll who may who may, may be listening. I'm not talking about you. And Driscoll to Drudy. Driscoll handing off to your running back over there, Melvin Gordon. And I think that Tom Brady has got the Tampa Bay quarterback bug. He's got the Jameis famous Jameis Winston interception bug, the disease known as INT. And I got the Denver Broncos shocking the world with a defensive touchdown, taking this game 24 20. Oh, okay. I'm like I'm going homer in this game. That's that's just it's a it's a solid home play. It's week three. It's up there in altitude, and you know Tom Brady. I don't know who looks skinnier to you guys, Drew Brees or Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, which which one of these guys is doing too much keto and not eating enough kielbasa? I'm I don't know, but they're both kind of skinny to me. They got strict diets, man. They they got nothing. They they have to. They got to do everything they can. So someday when I'll be forty two, I'll try and remember that. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I think, I think uh, Drew is done. Well, everybody think you have geez, you have one bad game and you're over forty, and people are like, "Oh, glue factory, glue factory, glue factory." But <laughs> uh, okay, enough of this game. You know where we're no. going. Are you, you got more to say, Mish? I got one question for the champ. All right, fantasy football related, Mister Kibasa. This one's taking notes, and I'm taking notes. Champ, when do we pick up the free agent known as Jameis Winston? who's going to start at quarterback for the New Orleans Saints. When would you pick up famous Jameis? After the bye week six or before? I would do it before because I think everybody's going to jump for him after the bye. Okay. Okay. Wow. I'm trying to size up. Wow. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to size up my fantasy league and improving. And if famous Jameis does indeed do as, as I saw, as you saw, um, as the world saw, then he is completely fantasy viable for the New Orleans Saints, and he's one of those guys to stash. And I would say that me and the Butcher, Oslo, America, everyone, Red Hook, me and the Butcher are laying it out for you. Please, bold Sharpies on the wall. Find famous Jameis. What do you think about that, Mr. Kibasa? <laughs> the benching of a Hall of Famer. Everybody's been counting him out for 10 years. Not quite yet, everybody. Drew Brees is going to come back and at least have – he's going to have a decent game on Sunday night at home against Green Bay. But you know who's not going to have a good game? That's the New York football Jets, Michi. <laughs> They're heading to Indianapolis for a 4.05 Eastern time start. Let's look for a rainbow at the end of this 
turd storm. I don't know, man. What do you think, Mitch? Indianapolis, you don't know. New York. You don't know? Yes, you do. We've been saying it here for forever. The Jets are in constant rebuild. They bring in a new coach. They call it a rebuild. They're not done with the old rebuild. Year two of a new coach. Oh, we're still rebuilding. Year three, you are the worst football team in the National Football League in year 2020. And here's one more kicker to piss my friends off. The New York football giants are right there with the New York football Jets. The big, bright lights of the big city. Hello. How you doing, big cities? It's 2020. You guys ain't doing so well now. And it's emblematic in the football teams from uh, that call themselves New York, the Jets and the Giants, to the worst clubs um, um, on the planet. They're same as last week, man. There is no fantasy love. There is no pro game love. I have a New York football Jets green cap, and things get thrown at me, and I live at 1,500 miles away from there. Mm. Are you kidding? No one's loving on the Jets, and there is no love for the Jets. Whew. Who are the Jets? Who are the Jets playing? They're playing the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah. There's some fantasy love there. There's some fantasy love there. Uh, Butcher, you know the tight uh, – no, excuse me. You know the running back Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is the new man in town. Um, everyone picked up the kid Hines last week. You remember that buzz? Oh, he's going to be such a player. Going to be such a player. Not happening. Jay Taylor is going to be and is a stud. If anyone wants to trade them to you, go ahead and put your feelers out. Everyone put a feeler out for him because the young man, the young man is, is how do I say this nicely? The young man is going to be a top five fantasy football running back this year. If you were late on that, you weren't listening to this program. And Mr. Taylor is going to do, and the Indianapolis Colts offensive line, everyone is going to just dominate 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 time of time of possession three you know three to one they uh we got no we got no shot y'all and i hate to just i hate to i feel bad for mr darnold he was a franchise quarterback has zero tools zero tools you putting any love on frank gore as a running back you would pay me pay me to pick up frank gore and put him in my starting lineup. And it's going to cost you more than just a double cheeseburger because mm. I ain't doing it. I'm not doing it. I'll never Jameson Crowder. Uh, you love, you know, Frank Gore is Frank Gore, but I'm not, there's no fantasy football love whatsoever. It, as for the Colts, Butcher, what is your opinion on um, Mr. Rivers, Philip Rivers, now as the quarterback and what the Colts are doing? How, do you, how, how are you seeing the Colts early on here in 2020? He's a. Actually, I got him on my bench as a backup. So I have a little faith in Mr. Rivers in the Colts. I don't think he's done yet. So T.Y. Hilton sure looks like he's done, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, he kind of looks done. You don't think he's done playing football? Or you don't think he's done having kids? Oh, oh, no. well, Philip Rivers. Well, we, you know, I'm. Butcher, you, I don't know if you were here for this, but we made the prediction on the Sausage Hut a few years ago about Philip Rivers and his uh, latest child, child number eight. I am here to say I am not making any of those predictions. He's in Indianapolis. The family's at home. Talk to me over the bye week, and then maybe I'll change my, then maybe I'll change my mind. Philip Rivers, is he a 22 or more fantasy point scorer this week, Butcher, against these awful Jets? 
<laughs> but that doesn't mean he still doesn't win against the Jets. He's just he's playing that, the Jets. So so you're seeing you're seeing basically ground chuck all the way around. Yeah. Run him run him into the ground. Yep. All right. This Taylor is your man. Taylor's your man. Uh, Michael Pittman is uh, seems to have a little rapport. If you're short on wide receivers, and I don't know why you would be, Pittman is a name to keep in mind. Um, you don't know who the tight end is. There's a guy named Mo Ali Cox. He is the tight end for the Indianapolis Colts, scored a touchdown last week, and he's got one of them hyphenated names, Ali Cox, and he's a tight end. And America, uh, for whatever superstition there is, um, tight ends with a hyphen in their name always just catch it just seemed to catch touchdown passes. And if you're in a pinch for a tight end on bye week, keep that young man in mind. Um, Can I see the still... stats on that? I, w- I want to see the stats on the hyphenated last name. Uh, we will We will have uh, the intern. I'm taking a note now. For the intern, next time we speak, the intern will have the hyphen um, tight end stats for us. Thank you. Yeah, We'll get it done for you, Butcher. Anytime. <laughs> you're a champ. You're a champ. Just ask. We do. That's it. Hey, hey, that's Tim, it. come in here. Give me a coffee. We got a with assignment for you. Right? That's it. That's it. You know, um, we have them taking calls. We have them doing our research. Um, it's it's okay. It's okay. It's the nature of the business. Yours, you, you know. What a different world. Good, Mr. Kibasa. What a different world it would be if the New York Football Jets were a competitive team. I mean, now that my Browns are going 20, fifteen and one, it would be great if you guys were going fifteen and one too. You know what I'm saying? Did he? I think I think he just threw a big rock at me, Butcher. Did he just throw a big rock at me? No, I feel for you. It's empathy, empathy. Oh, that it hits like a rock. That level of empathy. Yeah. Must well, some, sometimes empathy is a pat on the shoulder. Sometimes empathy is a kick right in the solar plexus. He is a Browns yeah. fan. You got to forgive him. <laughs> We're one and zero right now. We're one and, Shoot, go, uh, and and about to go fifteen and one. Hashtag America's team. That's we, the rumor. Can we get the hell out of Indianapolis and go one more yes. game with the butcher while she's still here? Let's go. We're going uptown. Let's go east uptown. on I seventy and north on I seventy one. To the jewel of the North Coast, America's team, Cleveland Browns, fifteen and one. Cleveland Browns playing. The Washington football team, everybody. The Washington football team. Football. Washington football team. Tell me me they're not greedy guys, and they just need to make as much money as they can. Uh, We're going to name it the Washington football team now, and you buy the gear. You may not come to the games, but you'll buy the gear. And for the rest of you, we'll sell you more new, more new gear next year when we decide what we're going to call ourselves. I actually think that was a good move because they, they, they needed to do something right then and there. They met with somebody and they said, look, we don't need – let's not run – let's not – jump into this too fast we'll call it something in the interim for this year it's covid nobody will remember by next year we'll be all ready to go and you know what the more i say the washington football team the more i fucking like it i like it washington football team no nonsense they got a w (laughs) i like it i like their logo i i think it should stay that way but the wft the wtf it's not at least it's not (laughs) wtf no, it's the WTF, the Washington team football, the what WTF, Washington <laughs> team football. Just Can we just transpose those two words and just hashtag it and make it done? 
the question think of all the internet searches they get think of all like the all the like all the extra media not social media attention if they just put that on their football team you got you got a lifetime of social media hashtags right there everyone will go to your team come on there we go so the cleveland browns okay we got the best one-two punch in football says troy aikman We've got um, somebody said, I heard somebody say, the best offensive line in football. What? We've got two $15 million wide receivers and no defense. And you know what? I don't care. I don't care. Let let Dwayne Haskins throw four touchdowns because let let Terry McLaren get four touchdowns because we'll win 41-38. That's what I want. Chase Young will run away from him. That's a that's a big case of Ohio right there calling out Mr. Haskins and Mr. McLaurin, isn't it? Can you believe the, the the manic depressive way that I'm rooting for the Browns now after shitting on them for the last three weeks? <laughs> um, can I answer that in one word? Sure. Expected. <laughs> the Indians are in the playoffs and the Browns are 1-0. Woo! You're All right, back. in this game. In this game, Cleveland's favored by maybe a field goal, maybe a field goal and a half. The um, Butcher, as as you know, the Washington football team split. They have uh, one and one, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but I think that's what they are. And they are an average football team. Terry McLaurin is a fantasy stud, in my opinion. Would you agree with that, Butcher? Yeah. No, stud. 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 Dwayne Haskins, if you're in a desperate pinch, you would take the Jets quarterback before Dwayne Haskins. I don't care what Cabasa said about four touchdowns. (laughs) I don't care. Um, There is a running back, a rookie running back named Antonio Gibson Butcher. Has he made your radar yet, or is it just you just – it hasn't? Nope. It hasn't made – all right. Mr. Cabasa has the name Antonio Gibson made your radar on this day before. Thursday night football. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, he's out there on the, the that final circle out there. Beep, beep. He's just coming into the screen. Beep, beep, beep. That, <laughs> man, you are, you are, you are, there it is. That's more like it. Ding, 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 ding. Touchdown, Antonio Gibson, fantasy football. There he is. People, Antonio Gibson is a solid. RB1 in week three against the Cleveland Browns. In some leagues, he's on the on the free agent wire. In some instances, he may not look like the most fantastic running back you can start. But you can flex him. You can start him if you want to. Antonio Gibson's a touchdown maker. 110 to 120 combined yards. He's a fantasy football gold mine against that Cleveland Brown defense. What do you think about that, Mr. Kielbasa? hey Wow. I, that sounds confident. Now, now, McLaurin and Gibson this week are your fantasy football players. Hey, Butcher, can we talk about the Cleveland Browns and how they closed out that game <laughs> against that team, against the team from Kentucky known as the Cincinnati Bengals? Yeah. Yeah. Now, it was, it was did good. I – did I miss this, or did they run like eight plays in a row, eight running plays, and, and then went into the end zone? Was that what you saw, Butcher? <laughs> I believe that is what I saw. I was just, a little dis, I was a little in disbelief, but that's really the word. 
Yeah, and it was impressive at the same time. Very impressive. Unbelievable. Kareem Hunt, fantasy football, two touchdowns last week. I, uh, I'm not starting Kareem Hunt this week, Mr. Kilbasa. I'm not starting him at all. I, uh, I think our man, Nick Chubb, is going to be the main man. If you've got one of two starters, start the guy um, named Nick Chubb and try to maybe be a little patient on Kareem Hunt this week. What do you think about that, Mr. Kavasa? Uh, that, that's a good call. Everybody, I think, says most of that every year or every week, but it all comes down to who's getting the ball in the red zone. Chubb's going to get his. Chubb's going to get his, and Kareem Hunt is going to come in, and he might he might just he might have thirty yards and two touchdowns. What does that amount to? That's, that's a pretty that's a decent day, isn't it? It's a fantastic day. Yeah, it's a fantastic day. Um, I said this, uh, I think we spoke last week about this and I had Kareem Hunt as a start this week. I'm pulling back from that. That's all I want to say. Cause I'm a big fan of Kareem Hunt. Do you know, Mr. Kilbasa that I'm trading? I have Kareem Hunt on two teams and I am offering him as trade bait and I want to get a trade done before week three because I want to sell him while he's hot and I don't want I don't want to hear anything else about it. So I got I got Kareem Hunt for sale, America. Mm, I might be interested. All right, it's, it's not so it's you not know. a first round draft pick. It's a second round draft pick at the best. At best, I mean, uh, it's something you know at that level. It's not a first. It's not a top tier player though. It's a second tier. I player. found uh, I found Kareem Hunt in the fifth round, and that's uh, he's overshot that, and I should be able to get some value from him. Speaking of value in Cleveland. My man, Odile Beckham, is the player at wide receiver. Baker Mayfield's three touchdowns, one to Chubb, two to Odell Beckham this week. And, Ode- and Mr. Beckham will top 110 yards easily. If you're sitting on your bench because you're not sure, I'm here to make you happy, America. Butcher, I'm here to, I'm here to say Odell Beckham may be out of his mind, but he's going to be a fantasy football stud. And get him in your starting lineup when you think about that, Butch. I agree. There we go. Done. That's beautiful. Do you have uh, Do you have Beckham on any of your teams, Butcher? I do not, but I would if I could. Well, there's um, perhaps while his value is still suppressed, um, you might be able to uh, take him from take him from someone's clutches in the trade. Hmm. There's two good thing about the Cleveland Brown football team last week, Mr. Cabasa. They showed a lot of toughness. They showed great running backs. Baker Mayfield threw the ball better than I ever seen him throw the ball. And now I got trade bait for drafting Cleveland Browns players. Hashtag America's team. Hashtag Cleveland Browns. I got <laughs> trade bait in Cleveland. Oh, Michi. All right. Well, so Butch, Butcher, before we let you go here, let's get some action going for this week. Now, I uh, I threw a little bait out there before, but I think I got some action for it if you want to take it. Let's say, and I think this will make sense, I, let's bet on the Browns win by more points than the Broncos will lose by. How about that? Okay. What are we betting? You uh, let's see. What did we bet? We bought a we bet a big thing of vodka last week, right? Um, and it was good. Thank you, everyone. You're welcome. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> I did. I shared it with my friends. What's your favorite bottle of wine, Butch? Do you uh, do you drink wine? Mm, I do. 
I am a Malbec kind of gal. Ah, so am I, and I'm a Malbec. Case, Case, your favorite Malbec. All right. Browns win by more points than the Broncos lose. Browns win. Yeah. How, how do you say that? Browns win by more points than by than fuck. Browns win by more <laughs> points than the Broncos will lose by. Yes. Butcher, he's the English major in the group, by the way, just so what everyone knows. I was here. working through it right there. <laughs> <laughs> you did good. You did good. <laughs> Indeed. Now now, Mr. Kilbasa. I like Denver to win in an upset in that game. So when Denver wins, I'm automatically in a winner's pile. Is that correct? Okay, you're you're taking Broncos to win outright. Oh yes. Okay. Now I would. Um, I will. I'm take... taking Cleveland. I'm taking Cleveland to win this game as well. But that's just Cleveland's going to kill them. Okay. I will take. Uh, do you want in? Do you want in on any of that action on either side of the case of Malbec, Michi? I um. No, I don't actually. I'm going to pass. Okay. Well, I'll take you up on the Broncos winning straight up. I right. got the Broncos straight up, and and you and I are um in the in the sausage hut. And how about how about some proper Ukrainian dried age sausages right <laughs> off the wall? Okay. Like three pounds of them. Three pounds of it. Sure. Dry cured sausage from like the Ukraine style, the Polish style, whichever the, one you want to get. Yeah, the stuff you made last week and it's hanging out in the garage, drying out. Oh, so good. <laughs> so good. And um three pounds of of, of proper sausages. All dried right. sausages. Uh butcher, no you crackers, you can buy your own you can buy your own crackers. You want Butch it? not going for that one. Uh, you can always <laughs> you could get it and give it away to some of your friends. Michi's always got to bring the meat into the. You want it, Butch? I am not interested in Michi's meat. Oh, all right. <laughs> it's yes, especially Dang. if it's dry and hanging out in the garage. That's all you got. <laughs> Butcher, thanks for coming. We appreciate You're you welcome, being here, guys. and uh, hopefully. You won't have as many frogs in the blender next week, and we'll see you here in the same time, same sandbox, hopefully. All right? Looking forward to it. All right. Thanks, champ. Thanks a lot, champ. You too. See you next week. Bye-bye. There she goes. The voice of reason. And she's about to be buying me a case of Malbec, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. Always like it when she comes to town, man. We went along. We went along on those three games, so we're gonna go. Well, we uh, we have our moments, Mister Kilbasa. We do. I have, I have. Um, I think it's very entertaining. To be honest with you, I hope the people listening might agree. I hope they have some feedback. Where would they leave that feedback for you, Mister Kilbasa? I'm Johnny Kilbasa on Twitter and Johnny Kilbasa Rocks on Instagram. DM me whenever you want. We're gonna. I'm gonna be setting up a voicemail. That people can call up and voicemail. So, oh, that's fantastic! Yeah, that's fantastic. Wow, you're moving into. Uh, we're moving and grooving. I'm glad to be a part of this. <laughs> All right, are you stretched out? You got your ankles taped up? Are you ready to go? You need to go to the bathroom. Get get something to drink or anything like that before we go into the the lightning round. The three minute lightning round. I got uh, I got a little feedback from a few people, and they said. Mishy, if I can only get you to talk for three minutes at a time all the time. <laughs> that's for sure, man. No. I'm not yeah. laughing because it's true. I'm not laughing because it's true, man. That's a true story, but that's all right. 
I have uh, I have uh, the ones and twos set up for three minutes. Are we still working on the three minute uh, timetable? I have mine as well. And let me make sure I've got the we got the schedule up here. I got my pencil. I got my pencil. Give me something to Give ride me something on. Give me something to ride on, man. Okay, we will do the remaining thirteen games in the NFL, and I'm going to kick this off proper, proper, proper. Thirty nine minutes to. And here we go into the three minute lightning round. We're going to cover the other thirteen games in the NFL. The only way we know how fast is grease fucking lightning, baby. Mitchie's going to break it all down for us. We're going to start on Thursday night, and we will end on Monday night. We'll take you all the way through the weekend, three minutes at a time, one inch at a time, one first down at a time, 13, 15, 26 fantasy points at a time. Mitchie, here we go. Thursday night. Press the button and get started. Thursday, Thursday night, night the Miami Dolphins are headed to Jacksonville for an 8:20 start. Michi, we're giving you three minutes to talk about it. Start now. This uh, game is going to be a fun game, and I hope people tune in to watch it. Um, the battle of the facial hair, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Gardner Minshew. If you follow the news and and you like to see pro athletes having fun instead of being so serious. Those two men were going back and forth on whose uh, uh, facial preparations are, uh, you know, cooler, I guess. <laughs> Ryan, it's fantastic. You're envious. Um, nah, you know, I can't do it, but that's cool. Those guys can they have fun with it. That's cool. I was really high on Ryan Fitzpatrick coming into the season. Mr. Kilbasa um, hasn't had the matchups we're looking for. This is a matchup that a Ryan Fitzpatrick owner is looking for. Ryan Fitzpatrick is a two to three touchdown scorer in this week. Devontae Parker is healthy and is going to play. We talked about Mike Kosicki last week. Two men are touchdown makers this week. Put them in your starting lineup, please. Preston Williams, not so much. Jordan Howard is sitting there. The big free agent, Miles Gaskin, everyone picked him up. I picked him up. There you go. I was I was about to say something else, but because you picked him up, I picked him Miles up. Gaston. Miles Gaston is a touchdown maker. Okay. In this game, the Dolphins are scoring twenty-seven plus points, if, and it's going to take at least thirty points to win this game. Because on the flip side, the absolute mayhem and surprise of the National Football League, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Are, are Gardner Minshew superheroes. They got rid of Fournette. Everyone's picked up the free agent running back, James Robinson. The question is, America, do you recognize that James Robinson is going to be a top five carry the ball in the top? He's going to have the top five touches by the time he, he collapses after week 16 because he's worked so hard. The man is going to be fantasy football gold. Another guy, go steal. If he's somehow on your free agent board, go find him. The question in Jacksonville is the health of DJ Shark. DJ may or may not play for all of you setting your lineups. And Jacksonville is scoring, you know, Gardner Minshew is putting up 28 fantasy points again. He may run a touchdown in. He may have and throw two touchdowns. There you go. That's Gardner Minshew. He's going to run one in. He's going to throw two. And he's going to throw one to my man, LaVisca Chanel. LaVisca. Thank you very much. America, find LaVisca. America, find Gardner Minshew. Find James Robinson. 
and find the surprise team as of, of the whole 2020 season. They're going to be our heroes, our darlings, our feel-good-about-football story. The uh, Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win 33-27 to over the Miami Dolphins and fantasy football bonanza that we just covered. I hope you had your crayons out. Wow. Mitch is giving it a lot more credit than most people are. Hey, it's a reason to turn it. You're not, no, you don't have to skip the Thursday nighter. Go ahead and watch because you're going to be surprised. And there goes the three minutes on the dot, Mitchie. Let's go to Sunday at one. We're starting things off big. Couple red hot teams clashing on the ass end of Lake Erie. The Buffalo Bills <laughs> are welcoming in the LA Rams, Michigan. Let's talk about it for three minutes. Starting now. All right. All right. Mr. Kibasa, you know the Rams where they stayed um, this past week? They stayed on the East Coast. Ah. They did not leave you. They're not traveling back and forth. The Rams' travel schedule is ridiculous. And they stayed on the East Coast. And that gives some pretty good climatization. It gets you to go up to Buffalo and stay in a bubble in a hotel. Buffalo is such a fun, fun city in the past. It's a shame. It really is a yeah, shame. You can go up to Niagara Falls and be there in a half hour. You can be in Toronto in an hour and a half. Of course, I don't know if we can. I don't even know if we can go into. I mean, not that anybody's no. going anywhere, but I don't even think they'll let us to go to Toronto anymore. But anyway. It's amazing. Anyway, the Rams have been on the uh, the uh, right coast over here. The Buffalo Bills and uh, Josh Allen or have told Michi basically, I heard the Sausage Hot podcast and I'm pissed because Josh Allen is a stud to start with early on. And I like that. I like that the Buffalo team is doing well. They're kind of surprising me, to be perfectly honest with you. Josh Allen, you have him. You have to start him. The big news um, in Buffalo is the running back game. Um, people didn't know Singletary was a darling, but now it's Zach Moss. I drafted him. America, I'm here to tell you, Mac, Mac, Zach Moss is a little bit banged up. Put him on your bench. You got Singletary. Be careful because the Rams D is pretty good. But Devin Singletary, if you're in a, if you had the running back from Carolina or the Giants, you got to play Singletary. You don't have to jump for a trade. Amazing. Um, Stephon Diggs is a big recipient. All of a sudden, he's back on the Love Fest. Sheriff John Brown is on the Love Fest. And I don't trust the Buffalo Bills to score 30 points against the Rams this week, Mr. Kielbasa. I think, I think this game is going to be whoever gets to 21, maybe to 24, is going to have the fan, is going to win the game. And the fantasy football um, point of view, this might be suppressed numbers all the way around. I would fade, except for Singletary. I got to start him. The wide receivers, not so much. This will be the lowest Does Cole Beasley game. get his touchdown finally? Uh, you know what? Cole Beasley, if he cuts his hair when he's – no, I'm joking, Cole. <laughs> keep, 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 keep being beautiful. Um, the touchdown makers there, I think Devin Singletary is going to have a good game. And when push comes to shove, I take, I take Sheriff John Brown to be a touchdown maker. But I'm not starting Sheriff John Brown. I'm just telling you, Sheriff John Brown, call into the show. We want to talk. 14 points on my bench last week. Sheriff John Brown, baby. Just a nice football player. And as for the Rams, they they have Jared Goff running a new system. They run the ball. They do their thing. Um... 
I got an alarm going off on my ear. My three minutes are up. Jared Goff is not a fan, is not a fantasy starter this week, if you can help it. The running game is a three-headed mess. Cam Akers is out. Daryl Henderson with the love fest in week two after it was Malcolm Brown in the love fest in week one. People avoid it. Robert Woods is fantasy gold, y'all. Robert Woods and Tyler Higby have become Jared Goff's favorite targets. Each of those guys have a chance to score touchdowns. Um, Jared Goff is another guy I would I would just stay away from everything I can in this game. If you're in a PPR, Robert Woods has to start. You got Tyler Higby and only him, he has to start. But this is going to be a low-scoring game, Mr. Kielbasa, and uh, I'd be eating buffalo wings doing something else. This game's going to be... This game's going to be boring as hell. I'm I sorry. I disagree, but anyway, we're heading across the great state of New York, that little uh, northwest corner there, and then we're going to head south down to the land of Ben Roethlisberger and all kinds of high cholesterol foods. The Steelers welcoming the Houston Texans, and we're going to talk about it for three minutes. Three minutes starting now, Mitchie. The uh, Houston Texans, what do you want to say? They're 0-2. Deshaun Watson was a top-five quarterback pick. He hasn't performed like it. This is the last super hard game on the Houston Texans schedule. And I said last week I actually predicted and was wrong that Houston would win that game. I was way wrong, by the way. I am going to cut off the other foot, and I'm going to say the Houston Texans go into Pittsburgh and win this game. And how are they going to win it? Deshaun Watson is going to be a fantasy football top three guy. I know this sounds like a broken record, Mr. Kilbasa, but Deshaun Watson, 27-plus fantasy points. Brandon Cooks is finding the end zone this week, and a young man, believe it or not, Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills, my man. The 401K player card man himself. Kenny Stills is going to find the end zone for the Houston Texans this week. You want to play craziness? I'm not being crazy. I'm telling you what's going to happen. The tight end combination in Houston, I couldn't pick one to pick. David Johnson, David Johnson, uh uh-huh, is on someone else's team. I traded him, and I'm very happy about it. David Johnson is going to touch the ball 25 times. If you got him, start him just on sheer volume. As for the Steelers, Mr. Kilbasa, they they have injuries at the wide receiver group. I'm not trusting Juju. I'm not trusting the rookie. Um, they're a little banged up. You better check the injury reports before the games, people. Half hour before the games, it'll all be announced. Ben Roethlisberger, too old to hurt. Well, we're too dumb to hurt, whatever he is. Ben Roethlisberger handing the ball to Mr. Connor will become a broken record. Mm. And it's not, it's not going to be enough. The Pittsburgh Steelers defense is super nice. Top, top, super nice. You got them. You got to start them. But I'm telling you, Mr. Kilbasa, the Houston Texans shocking the world, shocking Pennsylvania, shocking the Steelers, and they're going to win that game 28 to 24. And they're going to, and it's not even going to be that close. How about Eric Ebron getting some yards in the touchdown? How about this in this game? There are three of the Watts brothers, W A T T, whatever his name is, JJ. TJ and the Derek, other one, Derek, Derek, all three brothers are going to be playing in one national league football game. And it's going to be, and this is the first time since 1920 people 
Missy's old, but he's not that old. 19 bleeping 20. And that'll segue into something else. And his parents aren't allowed to see the game because no fans are allowed in Pittsburgh. First time in 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 a hundred years, three brothers, the pride, the joy, the absolute amazingness that there are three boys in one family in the National Football League. Mom, dad can't go to the game. And as much as I uh, would like to talk about fantasy football, the fact that those three boys are in their game almost supersedes anything. The joy that a parent could have supersedes anything that has to do with fantasy football. Yeah, whoopity goddamn doodah. They're too busy making subway <laughs> commercials. They've had enough <laughs> great <laughs> moments. Okay, the Watt, I don't feel sorry for the Watt family ever, and that's all we're going to say about Pittsburgh because we're heading up to Foxborough. Where the red, uh, the, the almost winning New England Patriots welcome. Uh oh, is there a new kid on the block? The Las Vegas Raiders coming to town, Mitchy. What's going to happen here? We're going to find out for three minutes starting now. You got Coach Belichick and Coach Gruden. Storyline number one. These two guys are legendary. Chucky's, Chucky has the best chin. Um, Coach Belichick has the best clothes. It's remarkable. These guys are tremendous. The Las Vegas Raiders, if you're not surprised by the way they, they are playing football, um, I don't know what you're talking about. Stud running back, quality quarterback play, and good coaching. It don't get no better than that. Josh Jacobs must start. Dominant football player. Yes, the New England defense uh, has uh, great secondary but you can run against New England. We saw that. We saw New England get just toasted on defense last week, personally. Um, Derek Carr is is an emergency starter if you have to play him. He's worth 20 fantasy points this week. The question is, um, Darren Waller. My if, man. He's not the, if he's not the next Superman, I don't know what I'm looking at. I and reached for him. Course, and that was a quality move. You went and got your guy. Because the man, the man was a dominant football player last week. He will have continued success. Is he a touchdown maker? Yes, he is. Yeah. That makes Derek. That makes Derek Carr throwing one or two touchdowns. His uh, obligatory 250 yards. That's 12 plus eight plus two. That's enough fantasy points to keep you in the game if you have a problem at quarterback. Josh Jacobs is a must start. I couldn't tell you where the production's coming from. I would take a flyer on Hunter Renfro just because I like him. Last week, Zay Jones got a touchdown. I get the feeling that the Raiders wide receiver group is going to be hit or miss. So the money stays on the tight end and the running back. It's just the way of the world. And and how about the New England Patriots last week, Mr. Cabasa? Oh, man. If it wasn't a tremendous, tremendous football game and Cam Newton – Cam Newton is just a top five quarterback. You have to start him, and you should have no fear starting him against uh, the Oakland Raider defense. They will continue to do what they're doing, and they will enhance and grow as they come up, as they go along. I don't know what the running back room looks like in New England right now. Um, Sony Michelle, Sony Mitchell, to some of you, um, Sonny Mitchell. may or may. May or may not uh, be the guy. We don't know what's going on with James White. Rex Burkhead is still there, but as usual, you're not trusting anything in the um, running back room. And Julian Edelman, um, they say he's banged up, as we said earlier, most yards in his career in the last game. Canary, 
Neal, whatever you want to call Mr. Harry. He's starting to play like a stud football player. If you drafted him, keep, keep an eye on that young man. He's a touchdown maker this week. Cam Newton is a 30-plus fantasy scorer this Whoa. week. It's going, to, it's going to be remarkable. You think last week all those points were scored and that was a surprise? Well, you're going to see it two weekends in a row. In the Vegas-New uh, England game, there's going to be points aplenty. Um, specific fantasy football players will be the beneficiaries, however. I would not start either defense. I don't care what you tell me. I wouldn't start either defense. Mr. Cabasa, what do you see in that game? I see that everything. You covered it all, Michi, because we're heading right up to Minnesota to watch the Minnesota Vikings. Where have they been all year? Uh, versus, oh, everybody was loving them a couple weeks ago, the Tennessee Titans for another 1 o'clock game, 11 o'clock start, central time. That's got to suck for everybody, Michi. Let's talk about it for three minutes. Starting now. That game starts at noon, by the way. It's not a two-hour thing in Minnesota. It's oh, noon in Minnesota. My bad. No, that's okay. Next time we'll go up there, we go, we'll go to the hen house. We'll get some breakfast. We'll Hey-o. talk about it. And uh, Ryan Tannehill, we spoke about him. No one drafted him. He showed up last week at a tremendous fantasy football game. You got him. You got to start him. The Minnesota defense is not what it was. It's the Minnesota is not, perhaps not the team we thought they were. Derrick Henry, as we spoke of earlier, zero touchdowns last week. Count them for two, two, two touchdowns. You drafted A.J. Brown because you thought of something, America. Tell me you did. A.J. Brown's got a cool name, had a great playoff game. He's banged up. No trust, no start. Jonu Smith, as we said last week on this particular program, is a touchdown maker. He certainly was a two-time touchdown maker last week, everybody. Put him down for another one in a 100-yard game. Must start tight end. No one drafted him. Free, free agent pickup. You're the smartest fantasy football manager of all times. Corey Davis is on the free agent wire for a lot of teams. And the deal with Corey Davis very simply is if your defense is playing the zone, Corey Davis is great. If they're playing man-to-man, uh, Corey Davis is me. And – and Corey Davis should have a decent game because Minnesota's got no choice but to play some zone against them, even if they don't want to. The Tennessee Titans are going to put up a few points, and they're going to put up 27 points or so, enough to win this game. The flip side. Are you ready for the flip side, Mr. Kilbasa? Flip side. Kirk Cousins couldn't beat me on a, in a Thanksgiving game in the mud. Wow. Right now. Wow. He could throw the dinks and the dunks. And they are missing a dynamic piece of their offense, and they're in big trouble. Um, this game is in Minnesota. Um, I fly in. We could fly in to see the great one, stay at his place. We could take three-minute walk to go to the front door of this stadium. And I would go this week. I just can't get there. Delvin Cook is a fantasy football starter. You have him. You drafted him. He's a great football player. Adam Thielen surprising anyone? No, Adam Thielen's great. The problem is Kirk Cousins throwing the ball downfield. Um, I would start those two men, and and I would very simply say to you, Tennessee should win this game. And if they're scoring 27 points, the Vikings obligatory will score three touchdowns somehow. I'm giving one to Cook, one to Thielen, and one to the old man, Kyle Rudolph. It's two touchdown passes for Cousins, and it still doesn't make him a fantasy football player in week three. Mm. Wow. Hmm. 
Nothing. Says, no, no, hmm. no, nobody's got love for for Kirk Cousins anymore. He's like, oh, you had your um, time, dude. I think they can get it right, but they're just not meshing right now. And it's it's you don't want to play the Tennessee Titans when you're still trying to put your uh, game together. And that's been Minnesota's fate to start the season. Tennessee's going to take advantage of it. Bottom line. Okay. You heard it there first. Meanwhile, in America, we're heading to back across town to the city of Michigan's favorite team, the Philadelphia Eagles playing my favorite team, the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, God, I can't wait to hear about this. I don't know if you need three minutes to talk about it, but we'll give it to you anyway. Starting now. Uh, America, if you didn't notice, I believe that would be ultimate kielbasa sarcasm. Um, certainly Cincinnati is is not even worthy to be in Ohio, and certainly Philadelphia is just not even worthy. And the difference here, and that's how we feel about it, that's the jokes we make. Send your cards and letters, okay? I'm just calling out Mr. what Mr. Kielbasa said. And in this game, I think this is going to be fascinating because Joe Burrow, the rookie quarterback, showed to be a superior football player in their loss against Cleveland last week. I think Philadelphia is more beat up than again than any other team than the New York football Jets and Giants. And they're not in a good place either. If Joe Burrow were ever to get his first victory, it would be in front of an empty stadium in Philadelphia. And America Cincinnati Bengals are beating the Philadelphia Eagles in week three. Wow. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow is a fantasy football starter. He is going to throw a, a touchdown or two. He is going to throw for 300 yards. And Tyler Boyd is the recipient. And a tight end named Drew Sample, D-R-E-W Sample, America. Put him on your radar. Free sample. Touchdown makeup. Free sample. Drew Sample. Same thing. Joe Mixon will be a double-digit touchdown maker. He will be the guy you drafted. Burrow is a must-start. I, I, I can't believe it. Burrow is a must-start against his team. The question I want to ask is, A.J. Green done, and this is Tyler Boyd going to be the number one, or do you still got some love for A.J. Green, Mr. Kielbasa? I still got some love for A.J. Green. I think if they can give him time, man, he took a beat. Joe Burrow took a beating last week from a bad defense. So if he can get some time, he's going to sling the ball to whoever's open. He's going to make his reads and get the ball out. Yeah, that beating didn't seem to bother him too much in his execution. Well, he's 22. I mean, you take 16 of those beatings, it's going to knock a couple years off your career. That's great, but we're in week three. Yeah. And and that means that this is not a negative for the Cincinnati club. It's a big positive. And if he has to throw the ball another 60 times, again, he's a must start. Carson Wentz, you drafted him. We're laughing at you. Miles Sanders is the <laughs> fantasy play because you drafted him, and you have to play them, and he'll be okay. Deshaun Jackson is the only healthy wide receiver, and that's a 50-50 thing. No one's banged up at, at wide receiver. Deshaun Jackson should perhaps not even be rostered. Philadelphia is bad people. Um, Mr. Kubasa, yeah. Dallas Goddard is taking fantasy joy away from a high-drafted guy, Zach Ertz. <laughs> oh, it's amazing because no one listens to your program. We could have told that. We told everyone that. But the question is, in this in this 
contest. They are going to score a couple points because because Cincinnati's defense is not that bad. Miles Sanders, touchdown maker. My question is, which of those tight ends, Ertz or Goddard or both, are going to score touchdowns this weekend, in your opinion? One for each of them. They're going to get both. both so of that's, them yeah. All right, so they're fantasy plays if you have and you got a chance to roster them. Yeah. But for Carson Wentz, but for Carson Wentz, two touchdown passes, 225 yards, and you drafted him to be a starter. Thank you. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Where are we going after Philadelphia? <laughs> Not too far up the road in New Jersey. We yeah, talked about the New 95. Jersey, the New York football giants a little, but oh man. They're welcoming the San Francisco 49ers, the town, Michi. We're going to talk about it for three minutes. By the way, all the music you hear between these games is original Johnny Kobasa compositions, baby. Yeah. You know, Mr. Kobasa, before we start the clock, you know what I was listening to? Before we start, you know what I was listening to this afternoon? What's that? Mozart Sonata. Oh. And wow. I was, uh, I was, because I, you know, I got, you know, this show prep, this fantasy football prep. I'm missing for a reason. I'm on top of things. And I have, you know, blocked out an hour in my afternoon and I put on the Sonatas and I had, I had such a productive time. I hope it's, I hope it's being shown in the information shared time. Thank you, Mr. Mozart, for keeping my brain just bubbling. Bubbling, bubbling, bubbling. It's beautiful. Yeah, he made that music. Uh, I don't know, going in, uh, going on three hundred years ago. And you think any just of the music from today me. is going to be around three hundred three years from now? No, no. Besides just, mine, of course. Just for me, so I can be with you tonight. And do you want to know what I found out while I was listening to uh, that lovely, uh, lovely music? Put you in a great America. headspace. No, I don't know what that means. Um, I'm always, you know, I'm always having a good day. I don't know what that means. But America, take your pencils out. Everyone in NFL.com, change your passwords right now. Pause this podcast and change your passwords right now. Mishy got a uh, an observation on a security breach while I was listening to Mozart, and I saw it. I clicked the button, and NFL.com may or may not have a, had a problem. It doesn't mean anything. It simply means change your password. Don't let no knucklehead from uh, Kazakhstan go ahead and delete your league or, you know, change your lineup when you're not paying attention. Let no one hack your fantasy football team. This is your team. You're winning a championship, and we can't have any problems. So, America, NFL.com people, change your passwords now. San Francisco, (laughs) New York Giants, three minutes starts now. What else did we find out during the interlude while we're on the three minutes? The field at Giant, the field at Giant Stadium is allegedly mushy. Now, there were plenty of people got hurt last week. The NFL and the NFL Players Association are examining the field today and tomorrow. Watch the weather in New Jersey. And if America, if you want to have any reason that's more bizarre for a game to be canceled, it would happen in the Meadowlands this weekend because they are seriously concerned about the quality of the field. You remember back a few years ago, Mr. Cabasa, they were, had to go to Mexico City to play. Kansas City Chiefs could have been last year. The Chiefs were going to Mexico City. The NFL players, the NFL officials, they went there and they said, we ain't playing on this field. 
And we may see that this weekend, Sunday, when the San Francisco 49ers allegedly play the New York football Giants. I think that is remarkable. Jimmy Garoppolo is out. Raheem Mozart is out. Coleman is out. Debo Samuel is still out. Oh, my God. And you would feel bad. But you have to start Jarek McKinnon as your free agent pickup? Don't. You have to start Kendrick Bourne as a replacement because someone on CBS Sportsline was talking about it for the 49ers? Don't. Start the 49ers defense and consider yourself lucky. George Kittle may or may not play. That leaves Jordan Reed, touchdown maker last week. You picked him up, you're better than I am, and I know two people who picked up Jordan Reed. You want to take a flyer, take a flyer. You got and no quarterbacks, Nick Mullins, forget it. Forget it. This game, if it's played, is gonna as a tendency to gonna be boring as one geez, one thing so Nick Mullins did a couple years ago was he knew how to throw to the tight end and he threw to George Kittle all day. So if Jordan Reed might end up having a big game because Nick Mullins, the lefty, knows how to throw across the middle of the tight end, Michi. My uh my crayons just scribbled on the wall, America. I hope you all took notes on that. On the flip side in New York football giants, it doesn't get any worse. No Shaquan, um, no Sterling Shepard this week. Evan Ingram is overrated, should be a wide receiver. Darius Slayton is your only play. But the problem is Daniel Jones is your only quarterback. Daniel Jones should be not just cut, but Colt McCoy would have a better chance this weekend against San Francisco. I would avoid all things New York football giants. The 49ers defense is a good play. And I'll tell you what, we're almost glad that – um, no one is going to be allowed at this game, Mr. Cabasa, yeah. because on this Sunday in East Rutherford, New Jersey, there was going to be three to one 49er fans at this game. My man Bobby Buttons would have his whole family outfitted in 49er gear and he would go sit in the end zone just to be on TV. <laughs> and it would be and it would be embarrassing. But Bobby Buttons is a big time 49er fan. Mm. And. It's in, it's an embarrassment of uh, the New York sports teams in metropolitan New York City. Mm. Oh, my goodness. No, that's it. That's no, it. Can we I get have, the heck out of here? Yeah, no sympathy whatsoever for New York sports fans at all. But anyway. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, no, no. You know, there's only a couple people who might have that level of uh, silliness. Dallas Cowboy fans. Uh, <laughs> that's right, America. I said that. Um, Patriot fans have that, but they've earned it with their championships. Um, but the fickleness, the, the New York football fan um, dynamic changed when they introduced PSL's personal seat license, where a 70-year wait, a 50-year wait for season tickets was now as they have to beg people to pay for their PSL. It's ridiculous. They thought it was a sound business plan. It backfired. Their football team has backfired. The Jets have backfired. I'm going to the beach. (laughs) Where are we going next, Mr. Kibasa? Heck yeah. Speaking of sympathy, oh, those Atlanta Falcons, man. They had a tough loss last week. Let's see how they bounce back. And they're going to invite the monsters of the midway, the Chicago Bears, coming on down for a 1 o'clock kick in the Eastern Time Zone mission. We're going to talk about it for three minutes starting. Hold on. Um, David Montgomery is a must start. Allen Robinson is a must start. 
Do you, Mr. Kilbasa, believe in Mitchell Trubisky to run a touchdown in, throw two touchdowns, and have a combined 300 yards from scrimmage, otherwise known as 27-plus fantasy points from Mitchell Trubisky? What do you think about that, Mr. Kilbasa? Absolutely not, Michy. Absolutely not. (laughs) America, me me and Kilbasa just found our bet. I will bet you something that Trubisky is plus 25 fantasy points this week. David Montgomery is an 18-point fantasy scorer. Allen Robinson must start. That's it. As for the team from the ADO, the Atlanta Falcons, where our friends are listening right now, um, I got a tear in my beer because I watched a watermelon roll down the field, and you guys just looked at it and couldn't pick it up and lost the most stupidest way I've ever seen possible to lose a football game last week. But that's the way love goes. Matt Ryan is fantasy gold. Gold, people. Gold, Jerry. Get Jerry to gold. He'll have no problem ripping the Chicago Bear defensive backfield. Todd Gurley is the big question. He's been a fairly pleasant surprise, but his his exclusivity has not really arisen yet. Julio Jones is hurt, America. And it's also true that Julio Jones has an allergy to scoring touchdowns. That again. Can I try that again, Mr. Kibosh? Sure, Mesh. America, Julio Jones has an allergy to scoring touchdowns. I still didn't say it right, but screw it. You know what I mean? You're allergic to saying it. There you have it. That's how how crazy it is. uh, Julio Jones is also hurt. Calvin Ridley is the number one guy in that town. And if you're looking to take uh, a little uh, watch the injury report, if Julio really is banged up, Russell Gage may become a fantasy football flyer. Every once in a while, like this weekend, like last weekend, he, Ridley, Gage, Ridley, and Todd Gurley are touchdown makers. Let's call it that. Matt Ryan is not going to be a top three fantasy football quarterback like he was last week. Todd Gurley is going to get some on the ground. Brian Hill may be a very surprising play. No one's going to start him. I'm just saying that so, so people know that I'm cool with Brian Hill. But the Chicago Bears um, should come in, and this should be a fairly competitive ball game. Both defenses aren't so bad. They're not good. Both offenses aren't so bad. Matt Ryan on paper is the best guy. I'm telling you, Mitchell Trubisky, there's our bet. Mitchell Trubisky outpoints Matt Ryan this week in the ATL. More points than Ryan. Okay, let's put on a – let's see – what do we want to let's see you, you we got we got three pounds of ukrainian sausage on the line i got a case of mall back on the line you know what i want I want oh that a, means that we need we need some homemade potato soup that's no. what we need <laughs> right with that combination we need some potato soup and some proper bread okay gal, uh, two gallons three gallons three gallons of potato soup yeah and three and loaves seven of bread baguettes. Seven, baguettes. seven baguettes to sop it all up okay yeah, man, we'll share with our friends. And the uh, Falcons are, uh, believe it or not, going to lose at home this weekend to the Chicago Bears. Thank you. Mm. I don't know, man. It's pitiful. They better, it's not. Pitiful. They better not lose. The, if they lose, it's over. It's over. The The Falcons are not winning this week. The Bears are going to find a way to win this game. Are the and Bears better, bad, the, better or worse than what you think they were going to be this year? Um, They're worse than what I thought they were. You thought they were going to be good? I think the Bears have the potential to be an eight, nine-win football team. 
I think the Bears, if they get the defensive backfield together, can beat football teams. Trubisky's the big question mark. Montgomery's talent is unequaled. Allen Robinson's a stud. I think the Bears should be better than what they are right now. If they come out and beat the Falcons this weekend, they'll be well on their way. And I think that's what's going to happen. Okay. And and give me some of that David Montgomery love in fantasy football. Give me some of that Allen Robinson. And give me a flyer on Mitchell Trubisky. Get wow. some. I don't think I've ever heard you say, give me a flyer on Mitchell Trubisky before. No, that is um, that is a uh, ding, 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 ding. First time for everything, kid. <laughs> Enough of Atlanta, even though we love it. Let's go on back out to L.A. and see them Chadges take on the Panthers. Oh, man. I don't know what to think about this game issue, but I'm going to find out what you think about it for three minutes starting now. This is uh, America. You know that the uh, Tyrod Taylor is one of my favorite players. You know, he's the starter on the Chargers. You may or may not have heard yet. Tyrod Taylor has now been replaced by a rookie quarterback named Herbert. Herbert. Um, Tyrod Taylor was given an injection, Mr. Kilbasa, before hours before the game last Sunday. He has a cracked rib, and they were going to put some neural neutralizer in there, some nasty stuff so he doesn't feel any pain. The team doctor missed and punctured Tyrod Taylor's lungs. Lung. And Tyrod Taylor may or may not heal, may or may not play another football game. Tyrod Taylor may never be a starter again in the National Football League. And he might and get rich heard, off of uh, suing the NFL, suing the pants off the NFL, and not have to work for the rest of his life. Well, you think they can call him the uh, Taylor Chargers, or would it be the Los Angeles Taylors? I think it would be the Los Angeles Tyrods. <laughs> Having been in LA, I have a visualization of what that looks like. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Down there. Uh, they're just, you know, people got the cars, people fix the cars, and sometimes if you get in a fight, you got to pick up the tie rod. And just anyway, that was story. Um, the idea, the idea that the Chargers are 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 still in anything with this story is shocking to me but carolina is so banged up no christian mccaffrey people replaced him with mr mike davis uh 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 backfire good luck but that's gonna backfire the teddy bridgewater experiment needs to get better and it needs to get better fast if robbie anderson is for real and you haven't picked him up you're making a you just go get him robbie anderson's starting off like I'm a touchdown maker. I am Jerry Rice. It's amazing. It doesn't, yeah, that's pretty much it. Everyone took DJ Moore. People kind of like Curtis Samuel. Um, I, Ian Thomas hasn't done anything, and Teddy Bridgewater doesn't have the horses. I love me, Teddy Bridgewater. On the flip side, the Chargers defense is going to just dominate this mishmash of Carolina Panthers. As such, Really, really, just aside from Robbie Anderson, there's no one on Carolina I would touch. And the Chargers' defense is just the play of the week. Um, they're going to beat up on. They're going to beat up on Carolina. And as for Los Angeles, who do you like to be a touchdown maker in that game, Mister Kilbasa? What I, do you see? So first off, I, I think I was look. I was eyeing up the 
Justin Herbert here. I I I was putting him right up there against me. I was thinking about starting him over Tom Brady and Ben Roethlisberger and picking him up because he's still available on the waiver wire. Was it just a fluke his first game or is he the real deal? I'm not sure. But Austin Eckler, if he's healthy, he's getting a touchdown. And Keenan Allen, well, you, if he's healthy, he's getting a touchdown. The um, Carolina Panthers have given up more yardage to um, and fantasy points to running backs. Um, possibly than any other team in the history of the National Football League through the first two weeks. So the kid running back, the kid running back that I picked up, Joshua Kelly, could turn out to be a huge steal. Um, you drafted Eckler High. Kelly was on the free agent list. If any reason he's still there, find him. Um, this is now another team with uh, that that is going to be dominated by two running backs. And any given week. Both those running backs will be valid. Do I believe in Justin Herbert? Um, I, Mr. Kabasa, if you're not feeling Big Ben and uh, Tom Brady, go ahead. Put the flyer up. The question is to me that throwing a rock enough. And their running backs are so good that um, I'd, I'd be tempted out of those three. That I would certainly start Tom Brady before um, – Roethlisberger or Justin Herbert this week. Fair enough, Michy. Fair enough. Touchdown makers, you like Keenan Allen to be a touchdown maker. Someone's going to catch the rock for a touchdown. Uh, Mike Williams hasn't shown out. New quarterback, Mike Williams might be the find. He might, Mike Williams may have found his quarterback. People put that in pencil and, and be prepared. And we'll talk about it as we move forward. And in this game, the Chargers are going to dominate, simply dominate. Both running backs start them for the Chargers, and this Chargers defense is a solid, solid play this week. Solid. There I'm you go. Them. I'm okay. starting them. All right. Where are we going next? Where are we going next? We're heading up the coast to Seattle. Seahawks. Cowboys. Oh, man. This seems like it should be a pretty good game with a whole lot of things going on, Mishy. We'll find out about it for three minutes starting now. America, you thought you saw a lot of points last week in Seattle. I think everyone should be prepared to see the same amount of points. Dak, Dak Prescott must start. Ezekiel Elliott must start. The question mark is which Cowboy wide receiver, and are you going to fall in love with the new tight end in Dallas? I think this is uh, this is C.D. Lamb's game to um, show that I'm the best rookie wide receiver. I would I would pass on the other two and find a way to get C.D. Lamb in this game. Um, my goodness, they're going to score some points, and we will not see an onside kick in this game. Just so everyone knows, <laughs> in Seattle, in Seattle, um, you heard it here on the podcast a long time ago when we did our season preview, and now everyone's aping on what Michi and Mr. Kibasa said about Russell Wilson. And I, for one, uh, congratulate Mr. Kibasa for bringing it up. And we both were just both way ahead of the curve. Just just a little toot of the own horn there. Where can we toot our own horn again, Mr. Kibasa? Uh, Where can they find you? Uh, I'm Johnny Kibasa on Twitter and Johnny Kibasa Rocks on Instagram. I'm putting all right, awesome that horn every day. Honk, 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 Two claps. Two claps. Um, Chris Carson is a stud. I've been telling everyone that for three years. Thank you for listening. Um, no one have in you. any league I did. No one. Yeah, you know I have. 
no one in any league I've been in believes the way I believe, and I take Chris Carson all the time. Top 10 running back right now. He's going to be another touchdown maker. This is going to be a fantastic game for running backs. This is going to be a fantastic game for quarterbacks. This is um, Tyler Lockett's kind of game. Mr. Metcalf will have a decent ball game, but I see Lockett finding the end zone. I see Russell Wilson running a touchdown. Dak Prescott running a touchdown. Zeke Elliott with a touchdown. Blah blah blah. Chris Carson with a touchdown. And the old and you can start anyone who any wide receivers you want. But for my nickel, it's C.D. Lamb and Mr. Uh, Mr. Lockett as big plays in this high-scoring event in the city of Seattle. And do I have a minute for a little caveat on something I saw sure. in that uh, last Seattle game against uh, New England? Sure. Oh, Mr. Kilbasta, I swear I saw a vendor coming down the aisle carrying a thing of beer, and there was no one at the game. Hmm. It's the craziest thing. Crazy. I would go back and look at, you know, everyone does their uh, simulations and their visualizations. And it wouldn't be uh, somehow I saw a vendor at the game and there was no one there. And I thought that was amazing. Where are we going next, Mr. Kibasa? You know, some no matter if you stare into the sky at the stars long enough, you're going to see something. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I got one for you. I got one for you before yeah. my alarm goes off. Sure. Who's going to win this game? Who's going to win this game, Dallas and Seattle? I will never, I'm never going to say that the Dallas Cowboys will win a football game so i'm gonna say seattle all right i'm going to uh i'm gonna go contrary and i'm gonna take dallas to win this game um it's gonna be a great football game and um because it's dallas because it's seattle you want to get like this just like some nice if seattle wins i'm sending you some fresh salmon out of the north uh the north pacific and if Dallas wins, I want I want like two pounds of brisket. Salmon versus brisket. Seattle versus, Seattle versus Dallas. So I get I get salmon. I get salmon and you get brisket. I don't want fucking salmon. Well, you're rooting for Seattle. You, okay, you're I'll, I'll, I'll take salmon. It better be blackened and it better be you know it better be good. Oh, I'll have the, I'll I'll bring in my own chef to prepare it for you. Fair enough. I want to do like they do in that famous restaurant in in Paris, where the dude was a chef, and then he decided he was just going to go vegetarian. Yeah, you really want to do that, but not after these bets this week. Maybe next week. What do you think? Okay. Bye. All Fair right. enough. Let's go. Let's get the hell. We got places to go, man. We got places to be. We're going to Arizona. By the time I get to Arizona, the Detroit Lions are going to be there, baby. So the Cardinals. Oh, Kyler Murray is the greatest thing since sliced bread. And I need Adrian Peterson to have one of those 100-yard games right now. So let's do it, Mitchy, for three minutes. Starting now. The, 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 by the time we leave Arizona, the Detroit Lions may have fired their head coach. We Matt start Patricia. There. By the time this game is over, Matt Patricia may be taking a Greyhound back to collect his belongings 
in Detroit Rock City. Wow. The Arizona, the Arizona Cardinals in every way, shape, or form are going to beat the living daylights out of the Detroit Lions and win this game. Now, from the fantasy football point of view, Kenny Galladay may or may not play. He's not 100% healthy. From the fantasy football point of view, the Detroit Lions are not so bad when Galladay is playing because Stafford is still healthy. And, of course, Adrian Peterson and the rest of the running back group. I am trying to steal Kenny Galladay from someone who doesn't appreciate the man's talent so I can have Kenny Galladay week six, seven, eight, nine, ten. America, if you have the opportunity, I would look to make some hay and try to take that man before he starts balling. Matt Stafford is a 22-point fantasy scorer, but he needs to be a 32- to 40-point fantasy scorer. It's not going to happen. Marvin Jones wouldn't touch him. TJ Hawkinson, the tight end in Detroit, you drafted him, play him this week. Play him. 80 yards, he may get two or three end zone looks, and he could become a top three tight end this week. Uh, Matt Stafford, again, I'm not so much, I'm not really trusting the young man. And the three-headed backfield of Adrian Peterson, Mr. Swift, and Mr. Carry on my wayward son Johnson, ain't touching him. Ain't touching him. Man, you were high on the Lions just two weeks ago. You were high on the Lions, man. And now, and now Mishy has to adapt and adjust, <laughs> and he has, and that's his point of view. Thank you very much. You're welcome. On the flip, on the flip side, we have a Mr. Murray show, the Mr. Kenyon Drake show. Kenyon Drake is pretty much underperformed in fantasy football, and I would look for him to get a healthy dose of damn near 22 fantasy points this week against the Detroit defense. You drafted him. You're starting him. DeAndre Hopkins is the only guy who can catch a pass in the desert. And I expect Detroit to give him a lot of attention. Um, it's not going to matter. 10 catches, 100 yards, touchdown, done deal. Christian Kirk is hurt. You drafted him, cut him. The only other healthy guy in that team is Larry Fitzgerald, a personal favorite of this program. Yeah. And Larry, Fitz, and Larry Fitzgerald is a touchdown maker in week three. America. Two, 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 two touchdown maker. Two touchdown makers oh, for the old man. Yeah, you're, up in, you're up in the ante. Yep. So is is Mr. Fitzgerald going to bogart, as we used to say, DeAndre Hopkins touchdown this week and thus um, I'm backing off DeAndre Hopkins' fantasy value? Yeah, well, DeAndre is going to get his yardage, but Larry's going to be the target in the red zone. Ha, <laughs> ha. Kenyon, again, I got Kenyon Drake going off. That means Kyler Murray is a, a plus 25-point fantasy score, probably a 30-point fantasy score. Would you agree with that, Mr. Kibasa? Mm, okay, yeah, I'll agree with you. Because Larry Fitz is getting two. Larry Fitz is getting two. And 27 yards, that, two touchdowns. <laughs> you know, and that's fantasy football gold. You're playing PPR, you're having problems. You're playing in the well-adjusted standard league. That's gold. Gold, yeah. Jerry. Gold. And again, I like the Cardinals to dominate this game. I wouldn't be surprised as a new head coach in Detroit before you know it. And this may be the nail in the coffin for that coach. Arizona's wow. going to kill him. Take Kenny your, Drake's a stud. Take your stud. pencil and run, Matt Patricia, your stupid pencil behind your ear. Hey, man. Oh, sorry. I would like the world's better when the Detroit Lions are good. But they're not going to be good this year, unfortunately, unless Adrian Peterson goes immortal, and he's done it before. But, hey. 
Let's rage on. I have, I have told you what's going to happen. I am not going to repeat myself. Where are we going next? <laughs> Wow, we've, we've been ripping through these games, man. I love it. Lightning round. We're down to two more games. We've taken care of three before we started, so that's 13 games. We've got 11 of them down. That's uh, actually 13 of the 16. So we're going to go. I'm sorry. That's 14 of that's the 16. That's a lot of math. We're going Mr. Kibasa, that's, that's a lot of math. Let's Either way, this. we're coming we down going? the last 100 <laughs> yards of this mile that we're sprinting. Green Bay, New Orleans. We talked about it a little bit. Let's talk about it a little more. How about three minutes more, Mitchie? I think that uh, I think that the world loves Aaron Rodgers. I think that the world is really down on Drew Brees. I think the Green Bay Packers think they're better than everyone said they would be. I think that the New Orleans Saints is licking their wounds where they should be licking their chops because Green Bay Packers are going to come to town and lay an egg mm. on Sunday night football. <laughs> and lay an egg means the Nolan Saints are going to be on a mission. Nolan Saints are going to take this from the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers, you think you want to start him? Go ahead. Lose this week. Uh... Aaron, jo Aaron Jones, stud. You drafted him. You have to play him. Funny, no one's talking about A.J. Dillon anymore. Devontae Adams is more hurt than we think, people. Pay real attention to his status before this game. Because without Devontae Adams, this is a completely jet-like football team with a quarterback. And, and Scantling is not your man. Alan Lazard is not a number one. The tight end, Aaron Jones, is the only man who's going to beat the Saints. Uh, especially if Devontae Adams is not playing. And the New Orleans Saints will be beat by teams that can divest, beat you here, beat you there, beat you with multiple players. They will simply focus on Aaron Jones. And Aaron Jones is not going to be a top 25 fantasy running back this year. Aaron Jones is going to have the worst game in his fantasy season he just had a, like Drew, a million points last week yeah isn't that the way the yin and the yang the up and the down work welcome to new orleans and the saints are pissed the saints defense will score a touchdown this week Aaron oh, Jones will there you throw go. A pick. there you go as for the rest of the saints camara is a must start right alvin camara was such a dominant player last week it was beautiful and to me I think he should be able to carry on. You have to start him. Latavius Murray, I'm not so sanguine on Latavius Murray. Michael Thomas is more hurt. You keep on watching. You keep on hoping. Michael Thomas got a high ankle sprain, Mr. Kabasa, and he's such a, such, a, such a thoroughbred that he says, I'm playing this week. And if that's the case, he may become a decoy. He may become less than that. And Latavius Murray needs to be on your minds, and you need to be ready to push a button. Because Emmanuel Sanders didn't get it done. Jared Cook could have got it done. But the real problem last week with the Saints was uh, Mr. Drew Brees. And we spoke of this earlier, and I think it bears repeating. Um, Champ Butcher, the knowledge, the, the wisdom, the voice of reason. Jameis Winston needs to be on your fantasy football uh, draft radar. Just because... The New Orleans Saints are a very good football team, but Drew Brees might not be a very good quarterback right now. And in the NFL, it just like fantasy football, Mr. Kabasa, 
in the NFL, it's all about winning games. Sorry, you're on the bench. These guys are more cutthroat than we are getting rid of players in our fantasy football league. And between this week and next week, people keep an eye on Jameis Winston. Just, just, just get the gold plate out and send me a gift when this pans out. You understand? Please do it for Michi. Keep an eye on famous Jameis, everyone. And uh, New Orleans Saints are going to kill the Green Bay Packers. It's, it's uh, it might it might be the most boring Sunday night game ever. Period. I, and there've been and there've been some boring games on Sunday night. And I disagree with all that. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now, Mr. Kabas, and tell me what your eyes see. You're intelligent. You're talented. I know what is, it's what easy. It's easy to say Drew Brees is washed up. It's easy to say he's not going to have a good game. It's easy to say that, and you're. I know. Ever since you got you and Aaron Rodgers broke up, you haven't had a nice thing to say about him. He's sitting on my bench, going, "Oh, I can score more points than Patrick Mahomes. Oh, I can score more points than Patrick Mahomes." Devontae, Ravante, Marquez, Valdez, Valdez, Scantling is going to have a big game more than anybody thinks, and that's how it's going to go. Going to be a good oh, game. This is going to be a good my game. God. Kamara, I'll you didn't even what? mention. Did you mention Alvin Kamara, or is he hurt? Yeah, I, I, okay. I just oh, said yeah. Alvin Kamara's a stud. That's there you all. Go. He's there just you a go. stud. But because of that, Latavius Latavius Murray is someone to keep an eye on. As uh, this might be one of those games. That's all I'm saying. I think New Orleans is going to kill him. I think New Orleans has got everything it takes to shut down a, uh, a thinly. Um, a thinly skilled position talent team, and I'm calling that the Green Bay Packers are thin at talent. They got the running back, they got the wide receiver, and they got grandma and grandpa. I don't care what America says. They got grandma and grandpa aside from those two guys, and I don't like them in fantasy football. So there you have it. There you go, Michi. I'll I'll go. I, I'll uh, see you on Sunday night there. <laughs> and then well, again. I'll tell you what. We should have a we should have big play to gumbo on this one. No, oh, jeez, I, I think we got plenty. We got plenty of wagers. All so, right, we got plenty of wagers. Yeah. Let's go to the game of the week then. All right, the final game <laughs> of the week here, the Monday Nighter. And if you tell me this ain't going to be a good game, I'm going to hang up on you, Michi. The Kansas <laughs> City Chiefs are rolling into Baltimore to take on the Baltimore Ravens. This is going to be the game of the week, if you ask me. And we'll talk about it for three minutes or so. Starting now. Starting now. I have, uh, Mr. Kibasa, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you. Let me answer you. Sure, sure. There you go. Can anybody beat the Kansas City Chiefs except the Kansas City Chiefs? If there was a team that could beat the Kansas City Chiefs, Michi, it would be the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. All right, fair enough. Sure, um, sure, both quarterbacks, sure, fantasy football-wise, sure. are must-starts. The question is, um, for the sake of discussion, which which stud is going to score more fantasy points? And I put it to you, America, but I'm putting it directly to Mr. Kielbasa. Mr. Mahomes or Mr. Jackson is going to have the most fantasy points this week? Well, I'll tell you what, if Kansas City didn't go to overtime last week, they wouldn't have had uh, – Mahomes wouldn't have had that good of a – fantasy production but he, that's true and whew, man um as long as baltimore's thrown to my man the tight end 
I'm happy with that. So who's going to have right. more All points? Right. I'm going to say Mahomes is going to have more points. All right. So that's just fantasy football relevant. Um, in the running game, um, there's a running back with a hyphen in it. Um, was the stud in week one, came back to earth. Baltimore is going to focus on stopping this young running back like it's nobody's business. It is going to be what we're looking for. And I would fade this young running back from Kansas City this week because he's he's going to be a focus. Tariq Hill is a stud player. I'm starting him. I have him. Sammy Watkins is a question mark to me, Mr. Kabasa. He's healthy. Do you do you put any stock in Sammy Watkins after a big week one and now an injury uh, and coming back from an injury? Do you put any stock in Sammy Watkins' fantasy value this week? Well, I might have to because just like the butcher, I'm looking at four queens as well, man. I got Julio Jones questionable, Julian Edelman questionable, Sammy Watkins questionable, Darren Waller questionable. Oh man, I might have to dig deep down for somebody, and I got uh, maybe playing. I might have to go for. Fucking Miko Hardman, who I have for some reason. I've got a lot uh, of you, uh, stuff. You, you have him because you love him. You love Miko Hardman. You know, he had like, one good game last year. Blow up. Yeah, yeah, man, it's great. And Travis Kelsey is a stud. The two stud running uh, tight ends in the AFC, Mr. Mark Andrews in Baltimore and Mr. Kelsey will be on display. The two stud quarterbacks in the National Football League are going to be on display. Worth the price of admission. Two pretty good, exciting defenses are going to be on display worth the price of admission. It's fantastic. I would start Kelsey. I would start Tariq Hill. I would start Patrick Mahomes. And if I had a choice, I would not start the Kansas City running back. Oh, my goodness. People are throwing things right now. Lamar Jackson is a must-start. Mr. Kibasa and the three-headed running back, Edwards, Dobbins, and Ingram. Who's who's your touchdown maker for the Baltimore Ravens at running back this week? I think Ingram and Dobbins are both getting touchdowns. All right. People have been a little concerned about that, but if Mr. Kabasa says so, put it in the books. Which one of those fellas is going to give us more uh, yardage on the ground? Ingram. Mr. Ingram or Mr. Do- Mr. Ingram is. So there's your play. Ingram over Dobbins. Pick your poison, but Kabasa said so, and that's good enough for everyone. Marquise Brown, touchdown maker this week? Or is it going to go to your man, Willie Sneed? Willie Sneed, blind Willie Sneed's going to get a touchdown. I'm going to say Marquise Brown also scores a touchdown. Fantasy love from both those men. And Mark Andrews, week one was a stud. Week two, they took him away, Mr. Kibasa. And in this battle of stud tight ends, I believe I believe he will go point for point with Travis Kelsey of the Chiefs. Both men touchdown makers. Both men 80 to 110 yards receiving. And if you have them on your fantasy football team, do the happy dance because there's only one or two guys who are going to have even close to that kind of ball game. Would you start any of these two defenses or is that just a joke? Man, there's all sorts of different philosophies you can go with when it comes to streaming defenses. I'm, why not? Uh, yeah, it, you, you shouldn't stream them against either of these offenses, though. So hell no. All right. So we, we got the same fantasy love for the studs except I do for the, except for the running backs. Um, I know you have your enthusiasm. I know you can see things about this, but I can't identify. And I got to tell you week three in the national football league, the pro game is going to be pretty good. There's going to be some flat eggs laid, but there's going to be some really nice games. Um, and I'm really looking forward to it. I hope this is uh, helpful for your fantasy football teams. People believe me when I tell you. 
the butcher knows more than anybody. I know more than most people. And Kabasa just laughs at us because, because actually he's the, he's the king of the whole thing. He's the king of the whole thing. Best fantasy, fo- best fantasy football podcast in the world, people. Tell your friends. Talk to Mr. Kabasa. We didn't take any calls tonight, Mr. Kabasa. We'll get him next week. We'll get him next week. We're just too airtight. We're too lightning quick to, to even get anybody else in there, man. Mr. Kabasa, this has been, as we were saying, a completely upside down year in fantasy football. Guys are getting hurt. It's only the beginning. Keep your options open. Review the fantasy wire, and if you heard anything tonight, look to take a few guys in a little swindle kind of action. Look to upgrade your team. It's only week two. It's a long year. Continue building your clubs, America. Enjoy your fantasy football. Enjoy the pro game. Mr. Boss, I'm grateful for the time. Thank you very much. America, you just heard the best fantasy football mind in America. He's your commissioner. He's our commissioner. He's America's commissioner. And all you dumb looking talking heads can go ahead and ape that and we'll sit here and know it all and win our fantasy football leagues. Well, And we'll share it too. And we'll share it too because because competitive fantasy football is good fun. And uh, I'm glad things feel a little bit normal. I'm glad I have that angst, that anxiousness. Um, and, um, again, Mr. Kabasa, good luck to you. Good luck to everyone. Enjoy week three. Good luck to you, Mishy. And thanks a lot. That's fantasy football ferocity for week three. We'll see you next week with a whole lot of new stuff, a brand new football minute, a brand new prognostication, and hopefully more from the butcher and the lightning round of all lightning rounds. I'm Johnny Cabasa, JohnnyCabasa.com, Johnny Cabasa on Twitter, Johnny Cabasa Rocks on Instagram. All that music you heard was original, baby. We'll see you next week. This is great. This is so great. I love football.